Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. back to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Today we're breaking down uh, Bo Naylor and his 2023 season and looking ahead to 2024 and what to expect from the Guardians uh, catcher as uh, as we move into uh, sort of the Bo Naylor era behind the plate, Hoinsey. Uh, it was it took a little while, uh, it took maybe longer than some people would have liked or expected for for Bo to come on and, and uh, take over uh, as the as the starter last season, after the the struggles of of Mike Zanino and and Cam Gallagher behind the plate, uh, but but once Bo got his his feet under him and and got up here and, and got back there, uh, sort of gave us a glimpse of what the future could be uh, with a, a little more offense from the the catcher position than than we've seen out of uh, anybody in a in a Cleveland uniform over the last few years. Yeah, Joe, really a, kind of an interesting guy, uh, you know, former number one pick, um, you know, really didn't, like you were saying, they, you know, they kind of, you know, they really didn't use him much in the first half. Uh, he only had 51 at bats. Um, but then, uh, you know, after Zanino and after, you know, they, they shuffled through, you know, numerous catchers, uh, they, um, you know, Terry Francona, former manager, uh, started working him into the lineup more and more uh, in the second half. And uh, Bo responded, uh, you know, especially, you know, at the, you know, it's, it's his game seemed to come together, you know, in September, he hit 304, 17 for 56, four home runs, 13 RBIs. And, you know, in the, in the second half overall, after the break, he hit 252, uh, so, you know, we, we saw, you know, the offense, you know, we saw the offense uh, really, he seemed to settle in, became much more relaxed at the plate. And, you know, just, and he's got some pop in that left-handed swing. What do you, what do you like about Bo uh, offensively when, when you see him out there uh, and, and just when he's going well, uh, what's, what, what characteristics of him at the plate do you, do you see that, uh, you know, give you sort of uh, an idea of what he's what he could be uh, moving forward uh, beyond his rookie year. Yeah, Joe, I think, uh, you know, I just like the way the confidence he showed at the plate. He looked he looked like a hitter up there, you know, and, and uh, he, uh, he the, the fact that he can drive the ball out of the park is a plus, you know, uh, you know, and he did all that. You know, he 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 never hit 
above seventh in the lineup. Uh, so I think that's, you know, we, you know, he kind of, you know, came into his own down at the bottom of the lineup, which is what you usually do with young hitters. Uh, you know, you, you, you bat them lower in the lineup to protect them a little bit. So I would think, uh, you know, we'd see him uh, move up perhaps in the lineup, you know, uh, sometime uh, during the 2024 season. Well, obviously you've got Josh Naylor uh, in the lineup and, and he's going to be up there higher protecting Jose Ramirez and, and, and sort of, uh, you know, hopefully this year, if he's healthy, uh, you know, really anchoring the, the middle of that lineup. Uh, Bo's another left-handed bat. Uh, where, uh, where do you see him maybe batting uh, as, as sort of a, in a in a regular sort of capacity, if is it is it sixth, seventh, eighth? Is it you know as high as fifth? If that's if that's possible, what what do you what do you think uh, uh, out of Bo Naylor this year in terms of where in the batting order he should hit? Yeah, you know, I think uh, you know the sky's the limit for this guy. Like you said, you know, I'm sure the top three or four guys are going to be what Quan Ramirez Naylor. And then, uh, you know, you know, somebody right there, uh, you know, in, in the uh, in the fourth or fifth spot. But I would think anywhere from, uh, you know, fifth through through seventh, you know, I would think Bo could hit depending on, uh, you know, how Stephen Vogt uh, wants to uh, arrange the lineup, the, you know, the lefty righty hitters and the matchups. Uh, and we, we've seen in the minor leagues, Bo Naylor bat, you know, lead off bat at the top of the order. He, he does have the kind of, uh, speed to steal bases if, if, if that's possible. But, but, you know, again, he's young and, you know, maybe that might've been just, uh, youthful exuberance or, or trying to get him more at bats in the minors. Uh, not necessarily, a, a lead off hitter like he had, he had hit for Columbus a couple of times. Uh, but this is a kid who can steal a base if he needs to, too. Yeah, he was five for five, you know, with uh, Cleveland uh, last season. Uh, you know, he can run. He runs very well for uh, for a catcher. Um, so yeah, you know, that gives him an, an extra element. You know, he can go first to third, second to home, hopefully. Uh, you know, so you know that that always helps, and especially you know in in the you know the way the rules have uh, changed in the game and kind of you know favor the running the running game. We talk about uh, the power, and and there were moments uh, in that that late second half last year, especially when sort of the the light bulb went on for him, uh, and and he locked in. Uh, there were some prodigious uh, home runs that he hit uh, last season. Uh, some really uh, you know deep fly balls to right field. Uh, he also showed that he can drive the ball uh, out to the opposite field. I believe he had a two home run game in Kansas City where he. He hit the ball out uh, to to left and left center uh, as, as well. Uh, is is he just tapping into the that raw power now, or is that something that we're going to see uh, continue to to develop? And and maybe you know wh- where is his his home run range? Is it uh, you know fifteen to twenty? Is it you know twenty five to you know thirty? Maybe at some point. You know, I, I would think 15 to 25, but, you know, I, it's hard to put a limit on him right now. I mean, mm-hmm. um, what he hit, uh, you know, you know, total home runs, I think, between AAA and, and the big leagues uh, last year, he hit 24 home runs. I think he hit 13 at Columbus, 11 in uh, Cleveland. So, you know, that gives you an indication of what he's capable of, capable of doing. 
the the nice thing you see with Bo is that the they're really you really don't have that that high strikeout total. The, there's an ability there to control the strike zone when he when he's at the plate, uh, and and we've seen that in the throughout his trip through the minors, uh, really sort of late in his his time at Columbus, uh, that really sort of came on. So. Uh, you know, the OPS number should be should be up there as well. It, I mean, something north of 700 is is not unrealistic. Yeah, what a uh, last season, 53 strikeouts, 30 walks, uh, 809 OPS, you know, a lot like his older brother, uh, Josh Naylor. You know, he he also controls the strike zone, doesn't, you know, strike out, strike out. You know, his, his strikeouts and walks are are fairly, you know, kind of there's you know, there, there's not a big discrepancy between them. Defensively, I think uh, you know that was that was sort of what the the organization sort of put out there was okay. Well, we're 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 waiting until he's ready defensively to get out there and and can can uh, you know manage a, a major league game and that kind of thing. We really didn't see too many lapses uh, or, or anything that was really sort of glaring uh, once he did come up in terms of how he managed a game and in terms of how. You know, you know, maybe there's some more refining that can be done in terms of blocking pitches in, in the dirt and, you know, throwing. I think he does uh, pretty well. We saw that uh, incredible uh, spin and throw uh, where he threw out a base stealer in Kansas City on a 360 uh, a spin behind the plate. Uh, where does he need to progress? Obviously, with with vote and Stephen Al or and Craig Albernez and, uh, you know, Sandy Alomar will be there. Uh, he'll have all the support and help that he could possibly need uh, to develop in the, in the catching department and the receiving department. And now you add in Austin hedges and that's even better as a, as a, as a mentor to be there, you know, right next to him every day. Uh, Where, uh, where can he go defensively with, with that kind of support group? Yeah, I think he need, you know, I think, you know, he's definitely in good hands, Joe, with that group of uh, catchers, active catchers and former catchers, uh, you know, and he, he needs some work uh, behind the plate. You know, like you were saying, very athletic, moves around really well. But uh, last season, 18 wild pitches, you know, and, and you can't all blame him on Bo, you know, but that's a lot of wild pitches, uh, five pass balls. Um, and, uh, you know, the controlling the running game, you know, it's becoming more and more difficult for catchers, you know, uh, since MLB has, uh, you know, encouraged the running game, you know, uh, you know, with with the the pickoff restrictions and the, and the bigger bases, uh, you know, he, he threw out uh, 12% of uh, the runners he faced last season. League average was 25% by catchers. So, you know, that's, that's a, a you know, a, probably an area of his game that he's going to have to improve on. Yeah, but we'll also probably see that uh, that league average will probably come down a little bit more as well, like you said, with the with the emphasis being put on the running game and the new rules over the the next couple of seasons. I'm sure that league average will will continue to drop as well. Uh, away from uh, you know between the lines in in the clubhouse in the dugout, uh, this is this is a guy who looks like he has a lot of the intangibles that that coaches and, and managers like to see uh, in a young player, in a, in a, in a future leader in the clubhouse, uh, a lot like, like what, like we keep saying about his younger, uh, his older brother, uh, Josh, uh, at, at one point or another, this is a guy who people are going to be looking to in that clubhouse. 
Yeah, you know, and you talk to him, uh, he's got really a good grasp of the game, you know, what he wants to do when he's talking to a pitcher, you know, and after games, you know, you go through the game with him, you know, he's, you know, his head is on, on the right way, you know, he recall, you know, he knows what he's trying to do behind a plate. And it, it's an interesting uh, dynamic with him and his, his older brother in the, lo- in the locker room. And you don't know, you know, if, if Josh is, you know, is he the team leader and does, does what, does does Bo speak up or, you know, Bo's still trying to get his feet wet. So I think, you know, Bo kind of, you know, just will be maybe a little quieter. But, you know, I, I like the way he works with the pitchers. You know, he's he's come up with a lot of these pitchers from AAA. They've all caught him, and they say nothing but great things about him. Yeah, that's uh... – that's sort of the, the 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 other side of this coin right now is, you know, as guys like Gavin Williams, Tanner Bybee, Logan Allen uh, develop and grow, they're they're doing that in in tandem with Bo Naylor, and, and you know they can get better as he gets better uh, as well. I think that's a that's all very good for for the group of them. Uh, what uh, what does he need to do in 2024? to be considered a success. Well, uh, Joe, I think, uh, you know, he's got to, got to get better behind the plate, you know, a little more consistency, you know, uh, and I think that'll come with playing time. Obviously, you know, you look at uh, just his month by month breakdown of last season, 265 in June, 240 in July, 203 in August, uh, you know, and then then the big month in September, 304, four home runs, 13 RBIs. So I think he's just got to get a little more consistent offensively, and I think that'll come. And, you know, the big work will be, you know, I think behind the plate, you know, blocking balls, controlling the running game, you know, getting more familiar and, and working harder with the pitchers. You know, I think, you know, that's that's where, you know, you know, probably the his, his he's got to really work the most. I would think, knowing that he's the 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 starter going in, presumptively he's the starter going in, and and is going to catch the the bulk and the majority of games and and be the guy, you know, uh, catching you know five out of every seven days or, or however many uh, they they decide is a, an appropriate workload for him. Knowing that is that going to help him? Is that going to increase his? his confidence and his ability to shake things when, when things don't go the right way. Oh yeah. I think definitely you, anytime, you know, you're going to be in the lineup that you're a regular, that you're going to be, you know, as a catcher, probably there four or five days a week, you know, last year, you know, uh, the, in the first half of the season, he was kind of up and down a couple times. You know, he was there for like a, you know, just kind of just in case there was an emergency or, or I think there was a double header in, in uh, New York where, uh, you know, it's a rain out and they had scheduled a day nighter. So he was up there, you know, so that, you know, that's hard to fit in there, but now, you know, he, he's a guy, you know, and, you know, and he's, and he's going to be counted on uh, offensively and defensively. I think that really kind of helps you relax. And uh, once again, the, the fact that he knows the pitchers, that it's a young ball club, and, you know, he kind of fits right in the middle of all that. It's it's way too early in his career, at least, to be, you know, thinking of, does he stick behind the plate? Does that, 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 uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but, it, it, you know, where else could you put this guy if he's not playing catcher? I don't, I don't know if anything more than, than DH right now would be, uh, you know, a, appropriate uh, just to keep him in the lineup. If his if his bat's going well and you want to keep him in the lineup, 
Is it, uh, you know, catcher or DH, or is there anywhere else you could you could even think about putting him in the field? Well, you know, when, when they drafted him, uh, you know, they, there was talk, you know, the, you, you read the different scouting reports. They said he could play third base. He's got, you know, his good enough glove. He moves well enough to play third base. You know, maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he has. I think he's just strictly concentrated on uh, catching since turning professional, but right. you know, I'm sure he's played in, you know, on different, at different positions, but he moves around well enough. And we've seen him, you know, the athleticism behind the plate. I think he could probably, you know, if he worked at it, and if that was the intent to, you know, move him to a corner infield position or maybe a corner outfield position. Yeah, but that's that's probably a, that's down the road, down the road. And, it, and he would have to to prove, you know, to be uh, his his bat to be, you know, strong enough to to warrant something like that. Right. I, I mean, if he's uh, if he's just middle of the road with his, his bat, then they can keep him behind the plate for, you know, as long as he's able to physically. Our, I, I want to remind our, our listeners, hey, if you're uh, if you're listening in, uh, subtext is a great way to get updates on Bo Naylor and anybody on the Guardians roster. Go to cleveland.com slash subtext or send a text message 216-208-4346. It's $3.99 a month to subscribe and get text messages sent to your phone directly uh, from Hoynes and myself. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated on all of the Guardians players on the roster. Uh, Hoynesy... Uh, just uh, just to wrap up Bo Naylor and, and what we think of him, uh, you know, we found something out last year at uh, at Guards Fest in, in talking to him. And that sort of, I think, gives you a, a peek and a, and, a, and a window into where his head is and, and how much he wants to win and how much he wants to succeed and, and be the guy that this franchise drafted with their first overall pick, you know, five years ago. Uh, Bo Naylor went out and, you know, he's, he's obviously he's from Canada. Uh, you know, he, he grew up in a, a, a nation that, that half of them speak French anyways. Uh, so he knows a little bit of French, but he went out and learned Spanish so that he could speak to all of his pitchers. And, uh, he's almost pretty much fluent, uh, if he's able to, you know, engage with, uh, relief pitchers and starters, whoever it is, uh, on the mound, he can talk to them in Spanish. And he's he's actually uh, you know given set himself up and given himself an advantage over other catchers uh, that that don't you know speak Spanish uh, and in that way in, in his ability to communicate. What do you what do you think that says about Bo Naylor and and you know his drive and his uh, his you know desire to succeed? Yeah, I think he's leaving no stone unturned, Joe. He's a smart kid. He realizes, you know, the benefit of being able to uh, speak to a, a pitcher in the pitcher's, you know, native language. Uh, you know, that's uh, that, that's key. And, and perhaps he can, you know, uh, get his point across in a clearer, more efficient way, you know, in Spanish than, than in English. So, uh, you know, uh, I think that's, you know, you know, a really good step, you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, that helps him because he's certainly, Joe, he has, you know, the physical tools are there, you know, and, uh, you know, this is just adding to it, you know, catchers, catchers are smart guys and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they, they look, they're looking for every edge they can get. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a big one right there. Well, I'll tell you, he's putting uh, baseball writers to shame because <laughs> none, none of us speak Spanish and we, we, we we should all be uh, taking our, our cues from Bo and, and going out there and, and, and trying to learn the language just because, I, I, honestly, I've, I've had that thought, uh, you know, ever since learning that about Bo, I've, I've thought, you know, man, 
we gotta we gotta step up our game, Hoinsey. We gotta get uh, download the Duolingo app on our uh, our phones and and try it every day because there's there's got to be a way for us to to communicate with some of these guys uh, a little more comfortably uh, than having to use a translator every time. And uh, God God bless Augie for the work that he does, but uh, you know sometimes he's not around and and I. I just I, I wonder what they're thinking and what they're saying about us sometimes when we're standing there in that clubhouse. And and <laughs> for Bo Naylor, he never has to worry. That's right. Bo, you know, that can work both ways. You know, he, they know they know he knows, too. So, well, <laughs> well that's, uh, you know, that, I, I want to learn Spanish so that I can hear what they're saying. And, and I don't want to let them know maybe sometimes that I, that I know that's uh, that would be the other thing. So. All right, Hoinsey, that's going to wrap up our look at uh, Bo Naylor. We'll be back with uh, another breakdown of a player on the Guardians 40-man roster heading into the 2024 season. We will talk to you then. All right, Joe. 